three, two, one. Coach Lou Holtz, welcome. Faith and Ale, Fort Myers. Thank you. Delighted to be here. Well, we're glad to have you. So, Faith and Ale is an apostolate in Southwest Florida for Catholic men. Um, our our goal is to go out and meet men where they are, hope to inspire something in them, and maybe some of them bring them back to the faith. Uh, for those that are already in the faith, to get them a little more active in the faith, so that they can be good husbands and fathers and business leaders and coaches uh, out in the world and advocates for the gospel in this time and place and how important that is, right? Very, very important. I, I feel this way, like my speaking here, I understand what your purpose is. Uh, God's going to use me to express my points of view, but the results of my speech is up to God. I, all I can do is present what God would want me to, and I think if there are too many people in this world that lose their faith, they, they get discouraged at times, or they just try to maintain their faith. They think by going to Mass every Sunday and not praying the rest of the week that that's enough. And uh, it's providing a leadership for your family, you know, taking them to church, making a, sure they understand how important faith is in your life, praying before meals, praying at bedtime, praying over different things, encouraging, and, and conducting yourself in a proper vein. I mean, it, we're not talking about nuclear physics. We're talking about simple, logical things about how to treat people and how to behave. Amen. Well, speaking of which, would you like to lead us in prayer to begin this evening? Dear Lord, we ask you to open the hearts of the men here, that the words that they hear will inspire them to be better husbands, better fathers, better leaders, better men. But most importantly, we hope you open up their hearts to become better Catholics, become stronger in their faith, and understand that without faith, there is absolutely nothing. We thank you for arriving me here safe. We ask you to guide us on the way home. Please bless my wife who's in very bad health as well as my family. But more importantly, bless each and every man represented here tonight that you may lead them to a better life. And that doesn't mean better riches, doesn't mean better success, doesn't mean better position. Please, they're closer to you. We ask it in Christ's name. Amen. So, Coach, what do you plan on speaking to our guys about tonight? I mean, we just kind of talked on that a little bit, but what's, what's, your, what's your main goal? Well, the main goal I want to do is raise their self-image and understand the obligation and responsibility they have and teach them how to make good choices. It's not very, very complicated, but wherever we are in life, it's because of choices we make. Uh, you choose to do drugs, drop out of school, join again, you're choosing to have difficulty in life. Same thing here, if, if you choose to get drunk all the time, if you choose to lose your temper, if you choose to get away from the faith, you're going to find that you're going to make bad choices in dealing with people, and you're going to do irreparable harm to the people you love, your children, your wife, your spouse, etc. So I, I'm just going to express things I believe, the stories I share are absolutely true. I don't talk about something I read about or heard about. I'm not a minister. I'm not a preacher. I, I'm just going to talk about the things I really and truly believe, and that I've experienced in my life. Well, and our Lord has given you this opportunity many times, especially as, a, as an educator and a coach of many football programs, to shape the minds and hearts of men, young men, impressionable men. So this isn't your first rodeo, so to speak, right? No, I was up in uh, 
last night I was in Birmingham for AWTN uh, television, did three TV shows up there last night, all about the Catholic faith, etc. But wherever God leads me, that's where I try to go. And my good friend Tom Peterson from Catholics Come Home, oh, yes. he had you uh, do a spot for them. I, I did a spot for them. We did it in Phoenix, as a matter of fact, at a Catholic retreat. And uh, it was a beautiful place. But he's a wonderful young man. And uh, he had it so well organized. And I was glad I could be part of it. Where do you find the energy, Coach? Well, I, I won't be able to do this when I get old. <laughs> but, but as long as I'm young, I, I feel I can do it. it People say, how old are you? I said, well, I just celebrated the 61st anniversary of my 21st birthday. That way it doesn't seem like you're that old. And people from Michigan can't figure out how old I am. So. <laughs> how important is team sports to developing virtue in men? Well, I think that life is nothing more than team. You aren't going to do anything alone. Uh, you join a team, you join the military, you join a business, you join a spouse, you bring a child in the world. You have obligation, you have responsibilities. And that's the main thing that I've always stressed. I never felt I coached football. I felt I coached life. And in coaching life, it's just about learning how to make good choices. I'm going to give them three simple rules, I promise you. In 40-some years, I've never needed a fourth row. But the three rules are simple. If you follow them, your self-image goes up. You, when you feel better about yourself, you treat other people better. But it's just how to make good choices. You were 28 years old. Your wife was pregnant with child number three. Kevin. And um, you lost your job. I was in South Carolina. Went there. I'd been there a month. Uh, spent every cent we had to bank for down payment on a home. And... Uh, after one month, Marvin Bass resigned, and they hired Paul Diesel. I didn't know anybody at South Carolina. I didn't know Paul Diesel, so all of a sudden I was unemployed. So as a Catholic man, as a young father, as a husband, how did you get through that kind of suffering? Well, you don't really sit there and worry about or feel sorry for yourself. It's, you just say, this is what it is. And let's move forward. That's why the Lord put eyes in front of your head rather than back so you can see where you're going rather than where you've been. But I prayed awful lot when I was young. I mean, I prayed to be a good athlete. I, I prayed that he would guide me. I, I wanted to play in the big games, etc. And I wasn't a good athlete. I, you know, for, I, I was better than an average athlete because I played college football, but it wasn't big-time college football, so to speak. And I thought, gee, he never answered my prayers of making me a great athlete. But he put me in the coaching profession, where 40 years you're involved in big games and excitement, and so, but you have the opportunity also to influence young men. And when you're unemployed, this is a situation. Uh, my wife went to work as an X-ray technician after Kevin was born. I was a stay-at-home dad. And Paul Dietrich called me a couple months later. Because you don't get a job in April and May, which is when all this was transpiring. And, but I had confidence I'd get a job in the fall. And he said, if you will come, work with the academics, run the scout squad, take a salary cut from 11000 to 8000 we will put you on the staff to the end of the year. Well, it meant that I would be able to stay in college coaching. So I took it. We took a $3,000 salary. I must have done a good job on the scout squad, 
but I know he did a good job with them academically. And after the year, he uh, restored me to defensive backfield coach at my salary, $11,000. And I coached there the next year. And lo and behold, here I am at age 28. I'm unemployed. I'm fired. Two years later, I'm coaching the defensive backs at Ohio State. We win the national championship. Uh, I mean, you want to make God laugh, you tell him what your plans are. <laughs> yeah, and so right. it, it just, you know, you try to do the very best you can. And don't blame other people and don't wallow in self-pity and say, woe is me. God has a plan for you. And you don't know what it is and you won't realize it unless you approach everything with a positive attitude and do it to the best of your ability. Amen. As a coach, you had two laser focus right? It, it, you wanted to make sure people were graduating. And win. And you wanted to win That's football. It. We, we complicated life. That's the only time. Not to put them in the pros, not to know the alumni. Right. Graduate and win. Why, why academics? Why was that part of the equation? Why not just win and put them in the pros? Well, that's why they came to college. They came to college to get an education. That's why I was always against paying an athlete. I said, if we pay an athlete, you ought to be working at McDonald's or Walmart, not going to college. Uh, you come here to get an education. If you play in the NFL, if you're one of a thousand, chances are you won't. But if you do, the NFL stands not for long. That means at age 27... <laughs> you're going to be out of football. <laughs> your football's over at age 27, your life's only one-third over, what are you going to do the next two-thirds? That's why what's really important is getting an education. That's why you came here to prepare yourself to be competitive whatever you do. And the same things I felt would make them a good football player would also make them a good father, a good husband, a good business person. As I always told the athletes, you do what I ask you to do for four years. I'll do what you ask me to do for the next 40. Thank God the 40 are almost up because they're running me all over the country. But uh, that's just my attitude. It, it, it doesn't matter whether you're talking about football, you're talking about life, talking about being a husband, etc. Uh, you want to be the very best you possibly can. That's all I ask. Be the best you can be in everything you do, no matter what you're doing. Not because somebody's looking. Not because somebody's going to applaud you or give it away. It's just the way you live. That's right. Last month, we had Dave Casper here with us. And uh, I think a lot of guys were expecting him to give us a lot of rah-rah football stories. He didn't give us that. He gave us kind of an emphasis on the point that you just made. After his football career was over, he had to figure out why he was alive. And he realized that the reason he was alive was something completely different than when he was playing football. Is that your experience as well? Well, Mark Twain said it best, the two most important days in your life. One's the day you're born, the other's the day you discover why you're born. You discover you're put on this earth in order to help and assist other people. You're never gonna meet anybody again. Doesn't need a kind word, a smile, an encouragement, etc. And you know, Dave Casper's had a wonderful career here, nothing but great things about him. Every time I've been around him, he's been nothing but class. I can just be me. I am going to share the things that I believe, and the stories I share are absolutely true. If there's one thing that young fathers, young husbands should know from your life experience, what would that be? Well, I've been married 57 years, almost 58 now. The most important thing that a husband should learn, I was wrong, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I love you.
<laughs> that will solve all of them. But just uh, the main thing that I find, particularly with younger people today, you cannot be successful in the long run if you're selfish. And most marriages end up in difficulty because one party becomes selfish. I deserve better than that. I deserve this. I deserve to have personal gratification, instant gratification, right. et cetera. When you're married or you're part of a team, you've got to be unselfish. You've you got to understand that other people are counting on you. I learned that in the military. I was an officer in the Army. And whether it be football, whether it be military, whether it be a business, whether it be a family, people are counting on you. And when people are counting on you, you do not have the prerogative to cause them hardship. Your obligation is to make sure that you fulfill the obligations you made. Coach, thank you for being with us today. We look forward to your talk tonight, and our prayers are with your lovely bride uh, for her health, that she um, heals soon, and that you're... She's the best Christian I know, and uh, been a great influence on me, and her, her faith is unbelievable. She's having a great deal of difficulty, and been on a feeding tube for over six months now, and oxygen sometimes, but she never complains. She just thanks the good Lord for the opportunity she's had in her life. Well, thank you for joining us for Faith and Ale podcast. Um, Coach Lou Holtz, thank you. Thank you.